Welcome to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. Each week, you will learn of the benefits of proper nutrition, supplementation, and personal development to live a healthy and abundant life. Now, here's your personal advocate for living a healthy and active lifestyle, Audrey Kerger. Thank you for joining me today on High Unhealthy, Energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Emma Chasen, a cannabis industry consultant who helps brands develop educational marketing collateral and educational programs to further elevate their brand presence in a competitive industry. She also helps cannabis businesses with business organization and creation of internal onboarding programs to set them up for success in the competitive adult use market. Emma continues to seek ways to spread cannabis education through consulting, writing, speaking, and teaching. Emma was named Portland's Best Bud Tender of 2016 and featured in many publications for her work with cannabis education. She is also a regular guest on many cannabis-focused podcasts and has been featured on television for her ability to explain scientific concepts around cannabis in a way that is accessible and helpful to the general public. Thank you so much for joining me today, Emma. Thank you so much for having me, Audrey. It's great to be here. So I want to hop right in and get to know you a little better. Can you tell us about your background and what you did before cannabis? Absolutely. So I graduated from Brown University in 2014 with a specialized biology degree that actually focused on medicinal plants. And I was able to conduct um, my own research, unfortunately, not on cannabis, though I wanted to. Um, I, I chose instead Mexican oregano. Um, and then after I graduated, I went on to work for the Brown University Oncology Research Group, working in uh, coordinating clinical oncology trials nationwide. Um, and I, I went into that field really thinking that that could be my point of impact. Uh, this was 2014 to 2015. And so cannabis and, um, it's connection to cancer and it's, uh, it's kind of budding, ability that we saw in the medical field to be able to actually help people with cancer um, was something that was really excited, exciting to me. And I thought that um, in my work at the oncology research group, I could really try to bring in cannabis. Um, and I, I even had a really brilliant professor at Brown propose a cannabis trial through that research group. And unfortunately, my supervisor at the time just kind of laughed him out of the office. Um, and that was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for me to say, you know what, this is not the industry for me. Uh, it's time for me to move on and, and do something different. Wow. So you do have a pretty scientific background. I want to understand a little bit more about how you became educated on the health benefits of cannabis and how has cannabis personally impacted your life? So I started consuming cannabis uh, my freshman year of college um, and uh, a woman who was a bit older than me, she was a junior when I was a freshman, um, was a big cannabis advocate and consumer for her own anxiety and depression. And she was studying neuroscience. So she was really interested in the ways that cannabis affected our, our neurochemistry and our um, neuronal pathways. So I was able to learn a lot from her. Um, and she 
she was the one who kind of got me on board with consuming cannabis. And I, I had previously had some really negative stigmas, um, that cannabis may, would make you lazy, that it would destroy your life, all that, that kind of stuff. Um, and by consuming it myself and really seeing that, no, it actually has some really beneficial results. It can make me more productive. It could reduce my anxiety. It could help me go to sleep. Um, and then on top of that, learning um, from her and, and digesting as much research as I could get my hands on about uh, the scientific aspects of cannabis uh, was really exciting to me. And then when I moved out to Portland, Oregon, and started working in the industry in 2015, I was able to connect with even more people who are studying this amazing medicinal plant. And that really became my kind of formal or the beginning of my formal education on the health benefits of cannabis. Well, I love that it was just a, another individual that was going to school with you, like a friend who really introduced this to you, but from a truly scientific side, how did you find yourself entering the cannabis industry? I know that you briefly mentioned it, but what are some of the things that you've noticed were missing through your journey as well? Mm. So after I left my job at the, the oncology research group, I just felt myself needing a change. I'm a born and bred New Yorker, went to school in Rhode Island, then worked in Rhode Island for my um, post-bac year. And so I was like, you know what? I, I just need to do something different. So I packed up my car, moved across the country to Portland, Oregon, having never been here before. And, um, I, I serendipitously arrived in uh, the beginning of September 2015, which was a month before Oregon uh, was uh, going to introduce early onset adult use sales. And so the recreational industry was kind of just about to start. So many cannabis businesses were hiring. And I actually found a post on Craigslist for a job at a local dispensary uh, called Pharma that at the time I didn't even know took a very scientific approach to cannabis. And I applied because I needed a job um, thinking that I was not going to enter into um, the retail side of the industry. I definitely wanted to do something more with research science because that was my background. But as I worked there, I just found that I had such a knack for being able to talk to people about cannabis, for being able to explain cannabis to them. And um, I was hired with a group of really motivated, intelligent individuals uh, where we were able to share a lot of information, do a lot of uh, our own research together to kind of find the the uh, medicinal aspects of this plant to find the science around it. And so I, I stayed at Pharma, was quickly promoted to general manager after bud tending for a little while. And then I, as I was um, general managing, as I was networking with more people in the industry, I just noted, noticed the, the true lack of education in this space. And to me, that was inexcusable because here you have an industry that's completely consumer driven um, and yet bud tenders and retail sales consultants really have no training. There's no kind of comprehensive standardized onboarding program for them to best be able to explain cannabis to consumers who really have no idea um, about 
maybe what what they should take, how much they should take, how they should integrate it into their lifestyle. And again, that to me was just inexcusable. And so I stepped down from my role as GM after about over a year and kind of carved out a role for myself within pharma's um, organization called Director of Education, where really I went to work on creating a a comprehensive, um, standardized education program for the industry. Well, I really think that this is truly a valid point. I know that within the industry in the state of Arizona where I'm at, we are looking probably very similar to what Oregon, California, Colorado is. They bring on bud tenders. These are the people that are interacting with that consumer. Sometimes their first time in a dispensary and looking at cannabis as something that can be medicinal for them. And they really are in a huge lack of education. I'd like to know a little bit about what you've been able to do for pharma particularly and if this is spreading to other dispensaries in the area. Definitely. So while at pharma, I really worked to um, create the best training program that I possibly could with um, my, my colleagues there. So just gathering as much research as possible, um, doing write-ups about what that research means to make it more easily digestible, having um, education sessions where I would sit down with new hires for hours, just going through all of the fundamental elements of cannabis science. And then as far as continuing education, I think that that's also so important. And so I would write up um, chemotypic analyses, I call them. Um, So looking at the lab results of products that would come in, looking at their cannabinoid and terpene potencies, looking at their genetics, looking at the way that if it was flour, it was grown, it was cultivated, and really doing a comprehensive write-up, trying to predict the overall experience, maybe identify some side effects that consumers may experience so that way bud tenders could have the most information possible about a certain product to better be able to explain it and predict the experience to the consumer. Um, I also helped to run a program where we brought in uh, weekly uh, cannabis experts or we brought in cannabis experts and people doing really cool work in the space weekly into the shop to connect with staff, to present on what they were doing so that staff could also have um, uh, even more product knowledge, even more knowledge about the industry from people who are actually doing the work. Um, And this I saw created such a buy-in from staff, a big problem in the cannabis industry, specifically on the retail side is high turnover. And, um, and at pharma, we saw such a buy-in where people were staying. They weren't going somewhere else because they really were, um, getting, getting what they wanted in terms of education and, um, and further kind of development, professional development. Um, and, I have since left pharma. Um, it's actually been about a year uh, since I left. 
in September 2017, and, and I've kind of taken my education work to the greater industry. So now I do work with a lot of different brands. I work with a lot of different dispensaries to help them integrate uh, a comprehensive onboarding program and continuing education program that doesn't require a ton of cost and that also doesn't require a ton of bandwidth on their part. Well, I love what you're doing, and we do need to take a short break, but when we come back, we will continue our discussion with Emma Chasen, cannabis educator and industry consultant. More when High Unhealthy returns in a few moments. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High Unhealthy after this short rest break. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com Now available for pre-order through crowdfunding for just $14 plus $10 shipping. Pouches. Premium mixing and rolling pouches allow you to carry and prepare your herbs for consumption with discretion and ease. These stylish pouches are handcrafted using strong zips, long-wearing buffalo leather outside, and smooth sheepskin inside. A portion of proceeds go to fund vital medical research into cannabis for ADHD. See a demo and get yours now on Indiegogo or Pouches.com. That's P-O-U-C-H-Z.com. Are you ready to be inspired and educated by the best of the best in the cannabis industry while enjoying sunny South Florida? Then you cannot miss out on the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th to the 26th inside the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. The USCC Expo welcomes all cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Be one of the first to register today at USCCExpo.com. That's USCCExpo.com. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High on Healthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Emma Chasen, who after graduating from Brown University in 2014 with a degree in medicinal plant research, went on to coordinate clinical oncology trials with the Brown University Oncology Research Group. When her supervisor refused a cannabis trial in favor of another expensive pharmaceutical drug, Emma quit and headed across the country to Portland, Oregon. She found her way to Pharma, the popular Portland dispensary that takes a more scientific approach to cannabis, rejecting the indica sativa binary and instead focusing on chemotypes to determine effects. 
She began her career at Pharma as a bud tender and was quickly promoted to general manager. And after only a few months, she oversaw the operations of the shop and continued to uphold the pillars of esteemed customer service and cannabis science education during the rocky regulatory transition from OHA to OLCC governance. Now, we were just chatting about Emma's passion, cannabis education, and how she has taken this from a role at pharma into her own business where she is teaching multitudes of different avenues through the cannabis industry. Now, there are a lot of myths surrounding cannabis, Emma, and a big one that you speak about often is the indica sativa myth. I'd like you to go into this a little bit deeper. Would you mind sharing your views on this indica sativa binary Absolutely. So this is a, a workshop that I teach often, and it is something that I am very passionate about um, because currently in the industry, people do accept that uh, cannabis indica, a species of cannabis, does consistently produce a, a particular experience, that experience being very sleepy or like in the couch, whereas cannabis sativa, another species of cannabis, will produce a consistent experience on the other side of that spectrum, meaning very energizing, very stimulating, very uplifting. And I am here to tell you that that is not true, that we cannot look to this nomenclature of indica and sativa to allow us to predict a consistent experience. And this is why. So when, when those terms were initially created, cannabis indica and cannabis sativa, they were only defined by the plant's morphology, the way that the plant grew. A man by the name of Carl Linnaeus actually created um, our taxonomical classification system that we use today. Uh, and taxonomy is the way in which we categorize certain organisms based on shared characteristics. And so he was the one who first identified cannabis sativa. And in his notes, in his definition of cannabis sativa, he noted that it grew very tall and skinny, that it had uh, what we call a narrow leaf structure. So those fingers of that pomate leaf don't really touch, they're quite skinny. And then it had very loose female flowers. And at no point, I tell my students, did he, or is there any account that he smoked a, a joint of that cannabis sativa and was like, "Woo, I'm super energized. I'm feeling it. it. He only defined the species by the way that it grew. And actually around 30 years later, another taxonomic philosopher by the name of Jean-Baptiste Lamarck traveled to India, where he saw another cannabis plant that grew very differently from Linnaeus's classification of sativa. It grew very short to the ground, very bushy, had quite dense female flowers, and had a broad uh, leaf structure, meaning that those fingers were quite fat and often touched each other. Uh, and so he was in India when he saw this plant. So he said, you know what? I, I'm going to classify another species. There are enough morphological differences here that uh, warrant a new species. And since I'm in India, I'm going to call it cannabis indica. And again, at no point is there any account that um, he smoked a joint of that cannabis indica and was like, hoo hoo, I am so sleepy. I am just melting into my couch right now. Um, and so there there is this kind of like non nonsensical approach to then applying consistent experience 
to something, to terms that were only created to define the way that a plant grew. And even if at one point cannabis indica and cannabis sativa did correlate to consistent experience, that is a moot point now because everything on the cannabis market currently is a hybrid. The cannabis plant has been bred and proliferated so many times that there is an incredible level of genetic diversity here, which creates a very strong plant population. However, it means that everything on the market currently is hybridized. All of those genetics that you're seeing are hybridized genetics. And so even if indica and sativa did mean sleepy and energizing respectively, we can't use that anymore because everything is a hybrid. And so instead we need to be looking to the actual chemical compounds found within each cultivar, each strain to better determine or predict experience because those compounds are the ones that we are inhaling or ingesting or consuming, the ones that are then going into our body, binding to receptors to cause a certain effect. I love that you are able to so clearly point out the differences and be able to have individuals understand that so clearly. I think that this is something that many people are still wound up in. They still think, you know, cannabis is evil. We're trying to get them out of that mindset, but then to also be able to take it to this new level to show that there are differences in these plants, but these plants are now so inbred that those differences really only need to be focused on the cannabinoid profiles, the terpene profiles, possibly the flavonoid profiles, et cetera. So this is really exciting for me to hear you speak on this, and I hope our listeners are enjoying what you're sharing today. What do you think is the most important cannabis science concept for people to understand today? I think that it is this concept of looking at the actual chemical compounds found inside the plant matrix, looking at the full picture here, looking at the cannabinoids, the terpenes. Unfortunately, we don't have flavonoid data yet, but that's definitely uh, coming down the line, as well as all of the other compounds that we don't know about yet, that um, hopefully we will be able to, to better understand in the future. But right now, looking to the cannabinoid and the terpene concentrations to better predict your experience and really actually like identifying how you want cannabis to integrate into your lifestyle, what kind of experience you are looking to gain from cannabis, and then really looking at the actual compounds present to better create that experience for yourself. Um, For example, if you wanted to reduce anxiety and stress in your life and you're trying to use cannabis to help achieve that, instead of looking for uh, an indica to relax you, look to the CBD to THC ratio. Maybe you want a little bit more CBD, a little bit less THC, um, so that you can feel more relaxed without the worry of of too much psychoactivity. And then on top of that, looking to the terpene profile, maybe looking to a strain or cultivar that has a higher concentration of limonene, the citrus terpene that actually does interact with our serotonin and dopamine receptors to boost 
the levels of those compounds, maybe looking to a cultivar with some linalool, the compound or the terpene found in lavender that helps to also reduce anxiety and stress. Uh, I think that people really need to begin to broaden their their kind of horizon and what they're uh, asking for at the dispensary level. Start to ask for cannabinoid uh, ratios and terpene profiles. And if your dispensary doesn't yet have those terpene profiles, advocate for them. This is a, a consumer-driven market right now. And so what the consumer wants, ultimately the industry will adapt to. Well, I think those are all really great points. And where do you think the industry is heading? And what do you think we need to do as industry professionals to prepare for that? I think that the industry is heading towards a more um, finance realm. I've seen in conferences that I've been going to quite a difference in the people who are going to the conferences now compared to the conferences two, three years ago. A lot of suits, a lot of finance people, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. I think that um, more money into this industry will help the industry succeed, but I also think that the people who are um, really committed to craft cannabis, committed to organic sustainable cultivation methods, committed to uh, a diverse range of secondary compounds in terms of cannabinoids and terpenes in our profiles, really need to stand up and advocate for that, um, need to, to get their voices heard so that we can move this industry in the direction of craft cannabis rather than just big production cannabis. And how do people start to shed this negative stigma around cannabis now that we're looking at this so forward thinking and we are, how are the individuals that are already involved in the industry able to help others understand this and move forward from what we have been pretty much brainwashed to believe? Mm. Yeah, I think that first there needs to be a level of empathy, understanding from the people in the industry, from the cannabis advocates, um, because it has been a brainwashing and it's been a century long brainwashing by our government to really make people believe that this plant is evil, that it's the devil's lettuce, that it's going to destroy your life. And, and I've seen a lot of industry professionals get really frustrated and mad at people who, um, who believe these very negative things around cannabis. And I don't think that that does us any good. I think that that only divides us further. And so first there needs to be this kind of empathetic understanding of, I get it. I understand. I also went through dare. I went through just say no. I, it makes sense why you are feeling this way, but let me provide you with it. Some actual like scientific research, some conclusive evidence that says cannabis is not bad. There's no lethal dose that it can actually help to improve lifestyle. If of course, taken correctly, if you find the right compounds that are going to work for you. So I think it needs to be this kind of dual approach of first empathetic understanding followed up by some really rational education. Well, I think that those are all really great places to be. I know that there are so many individuals that have been impacted by this amazing plant. And if we go slow and we share love and we do this in a very calm and understanding way, 
that more and more individuals are going to start to open their eyes and really look at this. We do need to take a short break. More with Emma Chasen, cannabis educator and industry consultant. More when High and Healthy returns in a minute. Awaken, adjust, and aspire to hear more High on Healthy after this short rest break. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. Strainwise Consulting is the most sought-after consulting company for cannabis business applications and management contracts. We consulted on the first recreational license in the world and have had an over 95% success rate on applications submitted. The industry is growing at such an exponential rate that building a powerful and lasting cannabis business is a number one priority. Here's Strainwise's Sean Eubanks. In our first five years, we branded and supported nine medical and recreational marijuana dispensaries and a approximately 160,000 square feet of sophisticated and efficient product cultivation. Strainwise Consulting has the experience and expertise to guide you through the process. Do you have new ideas that you believe will make a difference in the cannabis industry? Looking to make your brand or service stand out? The first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo is seeking sponsors and speakers for its inaugural event August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Cannabis business professionals, medical cannabis caregivers and clinicians, growers and dispensary owners are all welcome to join us for this brand new event sponsored by the radio and podcast leader for all things cannabis, CannabisRadio.com. Grow with us in this groundbreaking event, the first annual United States Cannabis Conference and Expo, August 24th through the 26th at the Hyatt Regency in downtown Miami. Learn more at usccexpo.com. Let's get back to getting high on healthy, energized by A6 Wellness, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back to High Unhealthy, energized by A6 Wellness. My guest today is Emma Chasen, who after over a year as Pharma's general manager, decided to step down and carved out a role for herself as director of education. In this role, she was able to focus on educational efforts and created a robust training curriculum that focused on cannabis science, product knowledge, and empathetic patient care. After over two years with Pharma, Emma left to join forces with Sativa Science Club to expand her curriculum into a certification program for the cannabis community at large. She launched the core science certification program with Sativa Science Club both online and in the community in Portland in the fall of 2017. And she continues now to teach cannabis science workshops in the community in Portland and online. Now, we were just discussing how important it is to be empathetic with those who still have a negative connotation or stigma around cannabis as we were all there. And Emma, I'd love to learn more about the training programs that you have developed and who it's geared to and what does it cover? Yeah, the the creation of the training program was really 
exciting for me because I wanted to to really create something very comprehensive that looked at um, a bunch of different different aspects, fundamentals of cannabis science as well as cannabis products, and then finally client care. Um, the, the training program was uh, originally created with the bud tender community in mind, with the retail sales consultant in mind, because that's who I felt needed the most training, since they are that crucial link to the consumer. They have to act as almost healthcare advisor, therapist, high-end retail sales consultant, and also accurately represent an entire industry behind them. And so the program does go through cannabis botany, cannabis compounds, the endocannabinoid receptor system, cannabis products and consumption methods, and then finally this compassionate client care. How do we talk to people about this in a way that's meaningful and accessible? Um, And as the, the program launched, really what I found was that a lot of lay enthusiasts, a lot of consumers, um, wanted to take this program. A lot of industry professionals, not only on the retail side, wanted to take this program. And um, currently, I'm actually working on something that's a little bit shorter for specifically that bud tender community um, so that they can they can watch the the webinars and and take these training programs um, without much time needed. Um, really covering those those basics of information uh, for for everything that they'll need to better to better help consumers um, with to better predict experience for consumers to better connect with consumers. Well, I love that it started out as a way to educate the individuals that are there servicing the clientele that's coming in and learning. And now that it has grown into this place where even the consumer can go and do their own education, which I think is so vitally important for everyone to understand that this really is something that we need to, as an individual, research ourselves and move forward ourselves because right now our medical professionals really aren't there to give us the education that we need. Where are you moving to in 2018? What are your goals? What are things that you're doing to expand this platform that you have and get this knowledge out across the world? Mm, Yeah, I'm I'm expanding into different states, which I'm really excited about. Um, So I have some plans to go down to California to teach some workshops uh, coming up this fall. Um, I also have some clients in Canada. I was very excited to hear of their federal legalization there. Uh, So planning to go up to Canada to teach some workshops. Um, Very excited for the East Coast as well. Um, New Jersey, Massachusetts just having uh, come online recreationally and New Jersey hopefully soon. Um, Also very excited about Oklahoma and um, the new medical program that they are, are, or that just passed through their legislature. Um, it's, it's one of the best medical programs that I've seen. And so, yeah, really, really just expanding my reach, expanding the education and working with different companies to make that happen. Well, that is really exciting. I want to ask, first of all, where can we connect with you? How can we 
then stay up to date with what's going on and also learn more about the different offerings that you have and possibly even take some of these classes that you've put together. They sound very educational and definitely both consumer and business focused. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I am on all of all of the social media. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. I also do have my own website that will connect you to all of those places. Uh, it is just my first and last name, Emma Chasen, C-H-A-S-E-N.com. Uh, so please check that out and do not hesitate to get in contact with me. Uh, if you would like to take some of my workshops, um, email me and we can definitely make that happen. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate everything that you shared with us today. I think that this was one of a very easily understandable education that um, you shared with us today. So I really appreciate that. We must wrap it up. To get your federally legal CBD products, visit a6wellness.com or email a6wellness at gmail.com. We always love connecting with our listeners from across the world. You can also download all High Unhealthy episodes, including this one, by going to cannabisradio.com or subscribing to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, and Spotify. You can follow the show on social media by searching Audrey Kerger or A6 Wellness. And we cannot forget to give a tremendous thank you to our guest today, Emma Chasen, cannabis educator and industry consultant. It was wonderful chatting with you and learning so much today. Thanks so much for having me, Audrey. It was really, again, so great to be here. And lastly, thank you to my producer, George, for another great show. Until then, awaken, adjust, aspire, affirm, and take action. A6 Wellness. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.